0: Where we leave on the light, from Flashbangs and Frag Grenades, by Calchexis, read by Sam Gabriel, based on League of Legends by Riot Games. Chapter Two Gutlau Luck sat in bed, surrounded by piles of parchment, as she tapped her stylus rhythmically against the document she was working on. "'Floating in the air beside her, suspended in a field of light and no gravity magic, "'was the chemic tome she had bought in Zahn, "'and the notes surrounding her were various scribblings on the syntax "'and grammatical structure of Gutlau, or lack thereof. "'As near as Lux could tell, Gutlau was a language where the rules were made up "'and the grammar didn't matter. "'It was a language of pure slang, "'which meant that it was less about structure and syntax "'and more about intent and tone.' It had taken her almost two solid weeks of studying to realize that the structural rules the author was using were flexible, leaving the book practically unreadable for someone who wasn't a native speaker. In a sense, it was almost a cipher, but where most ciphers based themselves in mathematical formulae, Gutlau was based entirely on colloquialism, symbolism, and cultural know-how, rendering any actual word used in any given sentence as less meaningful than the idea the word was meant to convey which meant that the only way to learn Gutlow was to literally get the gist of it. "'How are they even able to communicate?' Lux groaned, setting her work down and hanging her head before rubbing at her face with both hands as she let out an inchoate growl of frustration. "'This is insane! Who could possibly have looked at this language and thought, "'Yes, I certainly did that correctly without being sectioned!' Lux gathered up her notes and set them to the side. They could wait for later.' She'd gotten a basic enough understanding to realize that the only way for her to learn Gutlau properly was to just read and speak the damned language enough, and Jinx had been indulgent enough with her to help out by speaking Gutlau around the flat, unless the concepts of their conversation became too difficult, which kept up her practice, at least in theory. The sibilant patois that Jinx spoke wasn't exactly like how the book was written, but with how fluid the language was, Lux hadn't been able to decide if that was just a quirk of the author or the inherently chaotic nature of the language itself. With that said, despite having only a loose enough grasp of gut loud that she could barely keep herself afloat in day-to-day conversation, even Lux could tell that Jinx's version of the language was particularly beautiful. It was certainly more pleasing to listen to than most native speakers. Kicking the blankets off of herself, Lux shivered as she stood up. Jinx might not have been bothered by the cold, but despite its proximity to Shurima, Piltover got miserable during the winter. Its nearness to the ocean, along with its cliffside presence, meant that the wind blew hard through the spires. There was a heating system in the tower, but Lux had quickly realized it wasn't anything like enough when the weather got really cold, and she, unfortunately, had very few pieces of warm laying-about clothes. Damasio was a temperate sort of place, so she'd never needed them. For the fifth time, she resolved to go into the Piltoven markets to pick up some warmer clothes, maybe a knit sweater or two. Speaking of sweaters, as Lux made her way into the living room, she found herself confronted with a curious sight. The sight which stopped Lux in her tracks was Jinx sitting at the desk in front of the window. She was tinkering with something, as she usually was when she was at home, except this time she was wearing a sweater a knit sweater that settled heavily on her shoulders and hung about her wire-thin frame. The long sleeves were rolled up to leave her arms free as she worked on whatever it was she was working on, and her foot tapped along to some atonal rhythm in her head. Jinx was in and out of the flat with as much frequency as Lux had expected, so there was no shock in seeing Jinx in various states of dress. But today she was wearing a sweater. "'Jinx, are you okay?' Lux asked her speech slurring into Gutlau as she walked across the room. A shiver ran through her as she neared the walls and the window where the air was noticeably colder. Maybe putting the desk by the window had been a mistake. Hm? Jinx looked up from her work with a raised eyebrow. Yeah, why? Even now, after weeks of living together, it was strange to see Jinx like this. When she was outside the door, literally if she was standing right outside, all that manic energy flooded into her. And she was ready to take on or blow up the world. But the moment she was within the walls of the flat, she seemed to deflate. Overtaxed muscles went slack. Exhaustion caught up, and there were a handful of times when she had come back from wherever she'd gone, fallen into bed, and slept for a full twenty four hours. Even when she was awake, she moved at a much more sedate pace not slow, but slower which made her seem positively sluggish to Lux, since she was still so used to her being a ball of frenetic madness. "'You're wearing a sweater,' Lux said, nodding at her. "'Oh, yeah,' Jinx crumbled. "'It's freezing!' Lux stared, slack-jawed, for what felt like several minutes as her brain tried to catch up with that remark. A winter storm had blown across the ocean and was currently beating against the sea-gates of Piltover and sweeping across the cliff faces and through the canyons of Zaun, so yes, it was freezing— but this marked the first time that Lux had ever heard Jinx acknowledge the temperature. I thought you didn't get cold, Lux said dumbly in common. What? Jinx started to cackle before following the switch away from her mother tongue. That's silly, why wouldn't I get cold? Do I look like a Hextech cyborg? I've got skin blondie, not metal, of course I get cold. You assaulted a Noxian fortress in autumn on the border of Freljord, wearing two strips of leather and a napkin, Lux blurted. It was below freezing, and you... Wait, you... Jinx just shrugged as she turned back to her work. The cold didn't matter back then, so I ignored it. But I'm home, so I want to be warm. Lux wrapped her arms around herself and shivered. Realistically, she should have known that Jinx wasn't invincible or immune to the elements like some freak of nature, but she always seemed so imperturbable. Nothing of the physical world ever seemed to truly touch her, and so Lux had unbeknownst even to herself, started to just take that for granted. The notion of Jinx as being only human was frankly a terrifying one. "'Aren't you cold?' Jinx asked as she prodded at some piece of fine clockwork with a truing caliper. "'You're smaller than me!' Another shiver rolled through Lux as she gave a wan chuckle. "'Yeah, should have thought it through, though, but I don't really have many warm clothes, not the kind you'd need for Piltover, anyway.' Lux admitted sheepishly Demacia is practically sweltering by comparison. Jinx paused in her work as she looked back up at Lux. Her eyes flicked up and down, taking in the slender Demacian mage with that oddly calculating gaze of hers, then sighed, set down her caliper, stood up, and walked over to Lux. "'What's wrong?' Lux asked. "'You're cold,' Jinx said simply. In a single, smooth motion— Jinx hooked her fingers under the hem of her sweater and hauled it over her head. And before Lux could voice her surprise or her embarrassment, since Jinx was wearing even less than usual underneath it, Jinx dropped the too-big article of clothing over Lux. Lux blinked her hair out of her eyes as the sweater settled on her. It was hanging off one shoulder, and she was all but swimming in it, but it was certainly warm. Honestly, it had more in common with a small blanket with holes in it than a sweater, as far as Lux was concerned. Lux looked up sharply at Jinx, who had covered her mouth with her hand and was almost shaking with suppressed laughter, and Lux puffed up indignantly as she tried to get her arms through the sleeves. What? Lux huffed. I'm shorter than you, okay? You're a bean pole and I'm shorter. What did you expect? (laughs) (laughs) Jinx's self control failed her as she burst into laughter. You look ridiculous! Finally, Lux managed to shove her arms into the sleeves and bunch them up, although it still left the sweater sacking down to her knees thanks to it clearly having been made for Jinx's lanky frame. Lux bristled as she kicked and yanked on it until it fell straight on her, and as damning as it was to her pride, she had to admit that she was significantly warmer now. Still, Jinx was laughing at her, which meant Lux couldn't just let it go. She had to get some kind of payback. A thought occurred to her, a wicked one, and Lux smiled as she relaxed, Let the sleeves fall all the way slack and put on her most innocent smile as she brought her completely sweater-clad arms and hands up and opened for a hug, and Jinx froze with a slight choking sound as an uncharacteristic blush warmed her pale features. "'I'm still cute, though, right?' Lux asked softly, sticking her bottom lip out in what she'd been given to understand was a criminally strong pout for good measure. Jinx worked her jaw uselessly for a long moment before coughing her throat clear and rubbing at her face as she turned away to pointedly look anywhere but at Lux. Without her manic focus, Lux found that Jinx was almost normal if one were willing to look past her extremely unusual method of observation, information processing, and problem-solving, which admittedly was asking a lot. Come on, Blondie, that's not... Jinx rubbed at her face and crossed her arms as she scraped at the bottommost corners of her brain for a response. Taking pity on her girlfriend, Lux sidled up beside Jinx, wrapped an arm around hers, and pulled her down onto the couch. Jinx sighed as she curled up against Lux, burying her face into her shoulder as Lux leaned into the touch and rested her head on Jinx's crown. He's, he's still cute, Blondie, Jinx murmured. You're always cute. I just. I don't know what to do or say, you know? "'I know,' Lux replied softly before shifting back into Gutlow and saying, "'I'm sorry for teasing you. I know you get flustered easily, and that was mean.' Now I laughed at you,' Jinx said, following Lux's lead. Lux shifted so she could drape an arm over Jinx. This is what she had been wanting most out of her move to Piltover. No more hiding from Mother. No more forcing Jinx to dodge between patrols to come in through her window just to visit her for a single night.' Now they had all the time in the world in a place that was all theirs. I love you, Lux said as she nuzzled against Jinx's mop of electric blue before pecking a kiss on top of her head. <coughs> what? Lux asked sharply, straightening out as, at the same time, Jinx said, You <laughs> what? I. Lux faltered, suddenly uncertain about her fluency. I. What? What did I say? No, <laughs> no, Jinx said, sitting up. "'Tell me what you tried to say, Blondie.' "'I tried to say I love you, okay?' Lux replied defensively. (laughs) Lux smacked the sagging length of sweater that hung past her hand across Jinx's head as she cackled maniacally for several minutes while Lux went increasingly embarrassed shades of red. "'Stop it!' Lux cried. "'Tell me what I said!' Jinx took several moments to master herself, wiping at the tears in her eyes as she tried and failed for several moments to take deep breaths until finally she could breathe without a fit of giggles hitting her. (laughs) You said, Jinx gasped. You said I'll kill you last. Lux hated Gutlow. The text of this story is available on AO3 music by dot matrix if you would like me to record a story voice over a character get in touch using the contact information available on my website which is located at samgabrielvo.com. and there you can find other stories that i've read as well as a link to my discord server where i record things live for your enjoyment and finally as always thank you for listening